Welcome to Hardcover Hideout, the show that celebrates the lesser-known, underappreciated, and hidden gems of the graphic novel world. If you're tired of reading the same old comics or looking for something new and exciting, this is the podcast for you. Hi, welcome to the Hardcover Hideout, the final episode of the season. I'm Chris. I'm Jared. I'm Tasha. And today we'll be discussing the book, The Kill Lock by Livio Ramondelli. But before we discuss the book, let's find out what we've been reading. Tasha, what have you been reading since our last podcast? Nothing. Nothing? No. No? Summer reading. That's okay. it. My summer reading yeah, project. You gotta get that done. That makes sense. I really do. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically you're going to be reading, what's the book you're reading? Anthem. Anthem. Bye. It's a school book? You're going to need to know that. Why? Because it's part of your, like, It's not summer. part of the project. No, you have to write a report? Was. Yeah, you will. When you like, get into school, there'll be, still, just, like, tests on it, so you need to know who wrote it. Do they still do it's book like reports in, in high school? It's not a book report. It is um, actually, um, it's, like, notes. You have to choose, like, a sentence from, like, a little passage from the text 15 passages and then you have to write your own little paragraph about interpreting what this meant because this was written back in like 1937 so we so it's not as modernized okay so we have to interpret the book and our words and talk about the literary <laughs> i like that word i like I'm gonna use that one. i want to use that interpret <laughs> interpret <laughs> interpret not even, that even sounds weird when I say it. Interpret. Interpreted. <laughs> I interpreted this book. Is uh, interpret the book with like literature and like the seminalism. <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> the book with literature. Nice. Yeah. Like awesome. The parts of speech and stuff. How so. much you have left since school starts in two weeks? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, how about you, Jared? What have you been reading? So I finished the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles volume 11 on to, on to the next one. I'm almost finished with the Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz era of the Ninja Turtles, which goes all the way to 100. So I got a couple more volumes of that. How many hmm? volumes do you have left? Uh, well, I, I, ha- I'm gonna, I have two more of, the, of that era. Because basically, the, I, after 100, Sophie Campbell takes over and she does the art and the and the stories so that's kind of like even though they're you know they're not completely starting over it's not the same creative team and it's kind of a different storyline so uh, i'm gonna go up to the i have two more volumes to read and then i'm gonna be done with that readathon for for now and then it's been other things where are we at i started january yeah seven i started seven at the beginning of the year <laughs> yeah but i mean i've been i've read 50 books this year and there's only been Eleven of them have been the turtle book. Thirteen of them, because I had the last Ronin and then the Ultimate right. Edition. So I mean, I read in bet- other now, things in between. So the ones you're okay. reading, the volumes, mm-hmm. they're available on Hoopla too, right? Uh, not they. They only have one vol. They have volume ten of the ones because I have the uh, yeah. um, IDW uh, collection of the series, mm-hmm. but they have all of them. Uh, they put the the ones I have are all in reading order because they have the team into universe. They have the other one shots, and they put them all in reading order. But you can find them all in Hoopla. But it wouldn't be you'd be like just the main series and then the universe series. They'd be separated. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So you can find them all on there, but it's not in the 
having so, the books you can just go through and read it all and it's right like in it and they put it in exact reading order well yours is, is awesome. in, i'd have to like look it up you'd have to go in tmnt idw reading order and you have to go and then that, if you wanted to do check that. them out each right. individually if you want if you wanted to read it and like that but okay so anyways so that's almost done with that and then i also read a book called the stuff of legend and it's by mike uh right sorry if i'm saying that wrong brian smith and charles p wilson it's basically it's like toy story like an adult toy story that's set in world war ii so it's about this there's boy his uh you find out his father is is serving in world war ii he's in his room playing with his toys just like a normal kid he gets taken by the boogeyman and I actually call him the boogeyman he gets taken into his closet and then so the toys once he he's gone the toys all come alive start talking and they they call they say he was taken to the dark that's what they call the the closet the dark so then they're like we have to go rescue him we have to find him so they all his toys or a group of not all of them they they have a soldier uh um, stuffed bear. Do they have a cowboy and a No, it's a soldier, um, a stuffed bear. A um, there's a few other ones. There's like those. Uh, well, what year yeah, is this? 1940, World War II, so the 1942, 1942, right, 43. So they have a you know, that like wooden duck, that, that wooden duck thing <laughs> that goes like this. <laughs> wooden duck. Yep. There's that. Oh, it's, um, okay. I was there's joking, like a, but... an Indian, um, like a Pocahontas type of. Um, character. Anyway, so they get taken and they go and they're going to go save this kid, right? So they go into the dark and when they do, they turn into actual, do the real thing. So the the the, the stuffed bear turns into a real bear, and they and they if the soldier turns into a person, soldier, and they're trying turns to find into a an kid? actual soldier. So they don't look like toys once they go in there. They look like wait, wait. a real bear. And you said one of them was one of the wooden ducks. So he the turned duck into an actual duck. duck. Okay. He and then the soldier was duck. like. Uh, you're useless. You want to go back to the closet? Because I don't think we need a duck. And this well, isn't. They're saving. They a do kid? need him because they can. He can fly. Oh, and he yeah. actually has seen where he Ducks goes off. Fly? And they find this town, and it's called the town of Hopscotch. Oh. So they have like, and they have like game related, um, type of area. Like, did you say food? game or gang? game? Sorry. They they have game related. Oh, okay. City. I thought you said gang. No, I thought yeah, it was like gang related. Wow. I thought maybe game related cities right. and, and and areas so they have all the toys there and then they're they're fighting the boogeyman's army sounds and they find this town of hopscotch and then stuff happens there it's pretty cool it's uh it sounds it yeah. does it sounds, it sounds and it's cool. not like super mature sounds like toy story like, meets nightmare before Christmas. yeah yeah it is yeah but sort of like that they're trying to save a kid from the closet or from the, the boogeyman right. So it's a and better boogie- version of the closet than the closet. The closet, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they go into the. They call it the dark, and that that's what the first book is called. So I have the first two volumes. Nice. I read that the first good. one. Yeah, it's actually really it. good. And I don't, I, I don't think it's on Hoopla, but no. um, son of, I'll have to check it. Otherwise, I would like to do it on the show, but it's it's pretty cool, and it's not it's it's not really made for kids in it, but it's not mature reader either. Uh, it's just they kind of deal with some mature themes, but there's not like really like a Tasha lot of blood and violence it. like stuff. That's read way worse on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing I read was another book that I got at Fan Fusion last year. 
uh, I don't think you didn't get it. It was you would you went off somewhere and you left me all alone and I had to go and I bought a book. Um, and it's it, I don't want to say anything too bad. Like, it, it wasn't great, but it's called Yi Soon Shin. Oh, I got that. Warrior and Defender. Yeah, I have that. I Did have you? That. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah. Is it the one where she's on a horse? No. Okay. It's about the. Um, it takes place in the 1500s, and it's about a uh, Korea and Japanese war, and it focuses around this admiral named Yi Soon Shin, Warrior and Defender is the subtitle. It, it was fine. The the art was really good. It's by uh, Orni Kompen is the creator and writer okay. <laughs> so uh i have the fr- i got the first two volumes i remember talking to you about it at fan fusion i was like you left and i was like i got this book and i was telling you about it and you're like nah pass okay yeah Maybe you didn't you didn't get it it looks like it's about jap korean japanese war. oh yeah no i didn't get that you didn't get that yeah um it was fine it was i mean if you're into that type of history and like that it was you know it's all right but um I have it, and my my goal is to read, you know, all of my books in my collection. So some of them are, you know, they can't all be bangers. They can't all be oh, five stars. Say. Yeah. So yeah. there's a f- second volume, and it was only what three issues, with the third issue being like a double issue. Mm-hmm. So basically, like four issues. wasn't too bad. There was a bunch of extra stuff in the back, which right. I didn't really care to read, but um, yeah. So that was it. Besides the. Um, the kill lock I read talking about reading it last time and now we're I read it again mm-hmm. over again so that's it just uh, yeah this you know not too much this past couple weeks so you how would, about you you would know this does the kill lock have a second book yes yeah I already read it it's the artisan 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 I'll tell you the story was, about what the should, names I thought you should read it. I mean it's good it's a good sequel it's I didn't think it was as good as the first oh, one then but, I would enjoy it but if you want to read it you want to find out what happens I'll probably read it just to yeah. find out what happened this. yeah it's a quick another quick read yeah. six six issues but when we get to talking about the book I'll tell you what every character I thought their names were till he came in my room when I was almost done with the book and realize what the actual names were. I'm 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 worried about what they're teaching you at that school. <laughs> All right. I think the phrase is what they're not. What they're not teaching you. I mean, there's they're all just basic English words. There's nothing too crazy. And you can all there's this thing. Uh, it's called Google pronunciation. I would look into that. Um, anyways, and how about you, Chris? What have you been reading? Oh yeah, I actually did read some books this week. Uh, some I've started, some I finished. Uh, of course, I've read some Marvel and DC, but I'm not going to talk about those since I read them every week. I did read a graphic novel that is actually, I believe, a real novel um, by the lesser known son of Craig T. Nelson, O.T. Nelson. The coach? Not really. He's not really the son. Was he coach? His name. Yeah, he was coach. Yeah. It was. The Girl Who Owned a City by O.T. Nelson. That's why I made the Craig T. Nelson joke. But Oh, it's really not? It's not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, O.T. Uh, and I believe it was an actual uh, young adult novel before it was a graphic novel. Um, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it was really, uh, the best way to describe it is The Lord of the Flies meets The Walking Dead minus Zombies. 
I mean, it's basically the storyline is there's some sort of disease or virus that only kills people above the age of like 13. Um, anyone else is mm. immune to it, apparently. So the people under 13 are safe or people over 13 are safe? Under 13. Under th- so if you're under 13, you're good. Once you're over 13, then you can be, they, then you can get the disease. That's what they were. They still hadn't discovered yet because this one, and I don't know if it's going to continue or if this is just the only book, um, but it it does kind of bring that up in the novel, but it doesn't answer it because they don't know yet. There's no kids have gotten to the age yet to see if the virus is still around or if it made its way through, killed all the adults, and now is either gone or in hibernation. Uh, so we don't get to that in this novel. I'm not sure if he's continuing this novel or not, mm-hmm. um, but it's basically just a book about seeing how society would react. Um, our main character, she tries to bring everyone together and create like its own little community, and then the little the gangs of kids then destroy it, and she starts over and. Uh, it was really adultish for the kids. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no bad language. Uh, there's just a little bit of violence in it. But the way they handle society was very adultish. So it's like a dystopian. Correct. Uh, yeah. Like everything yeah, it's is... a dystopian society. Okay. There are no adults. That's why it's a lot like Lord of the Flies. Oh. So it's just kids. Just And they're kids. all under 13. They're all under 13. Like our main so character all the, is like all the 12. adults have died at this all point. All of them have died. And okay. it's really weird because... They don't, and I maybe it just he chose this so it wasn't so uh, graphic. They turn to dust when they die. Uh, so, and they, I'm sure that was his choice so that when little kids see it, they're not reading about uh, decomposing bodies and mm-hmm. grossness. Because uh, there is a scene where the kids go off looking for other kids, and she goes to an auditorium or like a, a bigger space and opens the door and gasps and then shuts it and says, no, we don't want to go in there. Uh, she's, and then she says something about how they must have starved to death. So he doesn't show graphic like violence or, you know, grossness. So it's really made for a child to read. You said you thought it was uh, like a short story or uh, like uh, well, a prose I, it's, type it's, of book first? Because you can get it either in graphic novel form or actual novel form. Is it, did, did the O.T. Nelson write both of them or did he, he adapt did the yeah, graphic novel? he did novel? both of them. Oh, okay. Well, he's given credit for both. I'm, I see. He didn't draw right. the, the graphic novel. Right. Um, yeah, but sometimes like uh, graphic novels novels are adapted yeah, from, from other the, novels yeah, and they, you know they give credit to the original author, but then it's no, no. They're someone both, else is they're both doing that. State okay. author and writer. Okay. Is, got it. Uh, Ot Nelson. Uh, so I'm kind of hoping they make another one just so I can see where it goes from there because it's very like kid version of Walking Dead. Because if you've ever walked to Walking Dead, the zombies have nothing to do with that show. It's about society right. in a dystopian uh, time mm-hmm. and how they survive, and that's basically what this was. Right. Um, Absolutely. So I, I, I recommend that. It was a good book. Uh, I started halfway through Bag of Marbles. It's called It's a Bag of Marbles by Joseph Joffo. Um, that one is a very 
it's like reading Schindler's List. I mean, it's about 1940s, a Jewish family, um, how Sounds they're like a tough living, read. and then it, yeah, it's a tough read. Uh, I'm only a few ways through it, and it's it's hard. Uh, but I'm going to finish it because it is a, a good story. But it's one of those, you know, like a lot of our books, you have to be really in the mood for it because it is not funny in any way. It's, mm. you know. Yeah, like most of our dealing books recently. With, right. It's dealing with <laughs> the, the Holocaust. So, um, and then I also started another one called Ark, Arca uh, by Van Jensen. Uh, that one I really just skimmed. I haven't really got into, but it's. It's also mm. another dystopian kind of book where, you know, the world is crumbled and they all live in an ark and society mm. has their jobs to do. And so we're following one of the workers uh, in their life. And so far from what I've read, doesn't seem uh, like she likes what she does. <laughs> no, uh, who, the author? No, the... The main oh, character. the character. Yeah, Sorry. she's a worker. She's sort Sorry. of like a, a laborer. Um, and then I, uh, Tasha recommended Crashing, so I started that. Yeah. Uh, which the first volume was really good. So, looking forward to reading the rest of them, in the future. Uh, that's about it. That's all I've been reading. Um, so, should we now get yeah. into the book, The Kill Lock, since sure. we hyped it up so much last week if you if you haven't listened to last week's episode or the last episode i highly recommend it because i just trashed this book when without Jared, reading before you without, read before it. even without reading, reading it, it. Yeah, yes. just based on it. my just my great description <laughs> of it yes yes and then we both thought he was joking when he chose it mm-hmm. uh yeah so a yeah. yeah just a little recap last episode jared let us know that as one of his, his normal books, he read this, and I basically just shit all over it, <laughs> just mm-hmm. from him talking about it, and I didn't read it. So, to you know, make men's, I chose it as my book for this week, just so I don't feel so bad that I was trashing his book, and he was getting upset about it without actually reading it. So now we'll have an episode where I can trash it where I read it. Yeah, at least now kidding. it's valid. Yeah, now it's not. Okay, so we read The Kill Lock. It was written and drawn by Livio Ramondelli. It was released November 25th, 2020 from IDW Publishing. And as we all know, IDW Mm -hmm. is really famous for their Ninja Turtles, Transformers, G.I. Joe. Yeah, and they also did Crashing, Crashing, The Girl in the Gloom. Yeah, so we're we're going to have a little run of IDW IDW books. We like IDW. Um, Mm -hmm. Which is good. His, His background is mostly art. He is a... An artist who has done uh, a lot of art for Transformers, which you can totally see in this book, uh, Ninja Turtles and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's done mostly cover illustrations, um, like I said, for Ninja Turtles, 30 Days of Night, G.I. Joe, Transformers. Uh, <clears throat> he hasn't really previously written anything, and he was working on this book while he was still doing cover art for the IDM studios and in between free time, he would work on this. Uh, The basically the synopsis of, if you listen to the last episode, I'll go over it really quick. Uh, It's a banished from their, for their crime Four robots are bound to each other's fate in the sci-fi graphic novel. Each found guilty of an irredeemable crime Four robots find themselves banished from their homeworld and bound together by 
the kill lock. It's a programming that means if one of them dies, they all will. Now we have a soldier, an addict, a murderer, and a child find themselves forced to protect each other while in search of a cure to survive. The only clue is a book known, sorry, the only clue is a bot known as Axial, supposed to be the creator of the lock and keeper of its secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the bat, I will have to say uh, that uh, Livio is an amazing writer. I can't believe this was his first book. This was, yeah. it was a really good storyline. I mean, for his first actual graphic novel, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, there are things I'll nitpick and things I didn't like, but, um, and again, because he's a cover artist, the art is just amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. yeah. Just, he, and you he can, did all the interior art. And you can yeah. see all his Transformer background. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's what it reminded me a lot of, yeah. were Transformers. Uh, but the uh, art was just amazing. Uh, the characters uh, were very well thought out. I didn't. I felt that he didn't give enough time or character creation for three of the characters. The artesian, is that right? Artesian. Artesian. I think is how you say it. Yeah. I say artesian. artesian. I, um, I think it's. Ar- I called it the like, arsonist. Yeah, the arsonist. As Tasha makes sense. That's someone who who's lights stuff on fire. I know. Yeah, she knows. Yeah. So the thing I, I like artesian right. bread. Right. Artesian. Yeah. Artesian. Right. Yeah, um, like fancy. So we have the artesian, which is the god of this book. I mean, by all yeah, means, if you go in by these living people, he created all these people. So at I least mean, they're well. He creates their their insides. The, right. The body. All, remember, as he the, points out in that mm-hmm. first scene with the, right. The big yeah, he, he makes all the in the brains, the electronics, yeah. everything else, and then someone else comes in and puts the shell on them, basically. Because yep. I never would have picked that yeah. face. It's like the first one. <laughs> the, first one. <laughs> like, it's the ugliest face I've the ever ugliest. seen. So, yeah, that's where we learn that he does the insides of everyone, but not the shell. Uh, then we have the Wraith, which is basically a religious heretic. What did you call him? <laughs> the Wrath. Close enough. That one's even closer than the arsonist. <laughs> so the wraith is a huge, almost, uh, in, what is the word? Impenetrable. Impenetrable. In, uh, indestructible. Indestructible. Yeah. Indestructible. Uh, in, uh, fighter. Undestructible. But they are they are sort of like the fighting monks of this mm-hmm. book. They are the mm-hmm. religious heretics who go from, <laughs> you know, planet to planet, judging others and destroying right, yeah. them if they don't feel that they're. Up to as, they, as he puts it, raising, yeah. R-A-Z-E. Yeah, raising. So they go to planet to planet and judge others and then kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty much. And then you have the laborer who basically his job was to open and close dock doors. Um, but you find out that he's got a little problem with the oil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever they're whatever, whatever they're it is that the battery uh, he's, acid. An he's an alcoholic yeah, apparently whatever they drink it's what do you say for that one labor labor no the labor <laughs> oh, okay. i know how to that i know what labor's but I, we... all right um and then we have the uh unfinished mm-hmm. uh which they're called kids but that was another question i had about this book when you you said there's kids in this book but you never see kids you only see the unfinished which are basically Something yeah, that the the makers screwed up on, and then just want to destroy them. So, 
That's well, they call I, him. A, they call him the child. The child. Well, they call yeah. the kid the child. Yeah. yeah. Well, they call so all the enemy. But yeah. that doesn't mean there's children in this society. It just seems like I mean, because then how do they grow up? What when they come to a certain time, they just go into the body shop and get a new outer and a new job. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe they're they have some type so of I don't uh, organic think, material that they grow. I, don't know. I think they. Don't, I don't think they yeah. have kids. I think they're created as laborers or you know the artesian the race and they're just created i don't think they are made into children and then grow into those uh, but i think they were trying to create something new with the unfinished and they messed up so they want to like wipe them from the system but you know most likely i'd have to read the second book if i want to find out more information about the children Maybe. Well, isn't the unfinished an actual type of community? Because don't we see why the wrath was wraith, wraith was banished? Well, no, yeah, banished, uh, right? Convicted. And those were Convicted and those were the, kids too. Yeah, in that scene, they look like they were, the oh, same. Yeah, they as were kids. Right. Yeah, but they were unfinished. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were. So I think what there's no, they didn't have a little head thingy-majiggy. Well, no, the the head thingy-majiggy is just on him. Yeah, but they weren't unfinished. No, it's because they were a town that they didn't approve of, so they got rid of it. Right, but... And then he let two of them go. Right, because... And that's why he got... But why would the wraith... Then again, then... Okay, going back to they have kids in the society. Why would the wraith just judge children to be murdered? No, that was a whole community. Those are the ones he let go. Right. But the wraith was going to destroy them. Right. Yes. It was a whole town. There was a right. whole town. So but they, not of children. No, no just of those two. And the children. So they could have been all different types of classes on this planet. Right. We don't know. I mean, we don't get that we much know. detail. See, I just assumed they were two unfinished that were hiding. No. That they kept alive, and then the Wraith had a. The, his partner looked the other way, but then he got caught. <laughs> we're just jumping. What? I <laughs> said that. The two unfinished that he didn't kill, the wraith got a robotic heart and it grew seven times that day, and that's why he killed the other wraith. <laughs> wow, we have derailed. All right. All right. So, Jerry, do you have any Anyways. thoughts before I keep going oh. on about what I thought of it? Um, I I mean I basically said all all my thoughts of it last week, but I mean I I really liked it. I'm reading reading it again. Um, I I liked that the each character was given a type of human characteristic, and I think I mean I don't know if you're going to get in more to more into that, um, but just having all all the robots, I, I thought it was in a great story, all together, and just seeing I thought there was I know you said you didn't think there was that much character development, but I think we did see a lot with the with the wraith and how he the way he was and now he's the way he's trying to take care of the kid yeah. maybe trying to make amends for some things I that he did things like that i wouldn't so, call it character development because he's like that from the very beginning we learned that in the well, past he yeah. was a wraith but it wasn't yeah. like he starts out the book as a wraith and then we watch him change get the heart when he doesn't kill the unfinished and then develop to where he's at now when we see him he's already protective of the child and you know, doesn't want to kill anyone, and he still has that. I mean, because the race don't kill unless deserved, right? And so, no, I mean, and we the, see that that he right. won't kill anyone. Like the when they're on that planet with the bunch of drunk robots, mm-hmm. and they discover who he is, he chooses not to kill them and just tells them that you know he's undercover. Thanks, guys, move along. 
Right. He doesn't want to because right. he's he said he's left that right behind him, and they have to quote unquote deserve it. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, it's the same all the way through the book. He's right. the same exact way. Same with the kid. He's naive and you know yeah. doesn't know stuff and no street smarts. And um, I love the scene where he gave his arm away to show you just how naive he was that the guy said he was going to give it back. Um, they said they'll and give then back my the arm. the laborer. I mean, he was just kind of a friendly, goofy, you know, ex-drunk or never really still curtain drunk. They just, yeah. They never say he got better. It just they don't let him in bars. Um, who you know is also protective of the child, hates the artesian. Uh, and then we have the artesian who is basically the main character of the story. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's Hannibal Lecter inside of a metal body. Uh, he is just evil. I mean, he's just pure evil. I mean, he just doesn't care. I mean, the, her first scene we see him, he basically just out of nowhere kills a laborer. Uh, first turns off his voice and then just turns Takes off his, his eyes. Head. And then oh, yeah, his eyes. Yeah. And then you see him. Yeah, he's just yeah. dead. Um, and kind of, well, he, he, just because he said, that's the one he said how ugly his face was. So basically he just didn't like his face. face. Right. And extent, so we kill. So I mean, killed basically, him. he's the epitome of a serial killer. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. a psycho god complex. Right. I mean, he's that's why he's that's why he's sentenced right. to the kill lock. Right. He but then you find out at the people. end the or whole robots. purpose. Of, yeah. Yeah. That I did love about this book the twist ending. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then again, that twist ending also goes right back into why I think it's stupid that it's robots because they don't have souls. It's just basically shutting down a toaster. Uh, that's all they're doing. They're just breaking a VCR. Um, it doesn't seem like it has a, you know, no consequences of just, you know, you can rebuild them. I mean, you've already seen that the artisan can go in, shut people off, shut people on, turn off their pain, yeah. you know, pull out their uh, processor and install it in someone else's head. So it, it just, it doesn't have, for me, it had no meaning. I mean, it didn't, you know, the kill lock, it was just like, oh, no, I accidentally put toothpaste in my toaster and now it's broken, you know, or, you know, a band is broken on my you know, computer. And so now it won't, you know, it's, sooner or later it's going to shut off. It, it just I had no hmm, whatever. What do you think about that, Tasha? What, right? Did you feel the same way? I have a different opinion okay. than I'd both love, of you. I'd love to hear it. Um, so I didn't hate the book, but I didn't love the book. I mean, the, right. it was okay. The book was a little confusing for me, but the one thing I didn't understand, though, until I got to the end was why this arsonist... Artesian. 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 Artesian didn't like the child... Until I realized when we got to the end, when he actually chose the three people he wanted to be with in the kill lock, when mm-hmm. he put himself in the kill lock. But it, one of the ones he wanted, because he wanted to study these people, that is the only reason he went into the kill lock. No. 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 So the point that he went into the kill lock, and again, spoiler alert. So if yeah. you haven't read the kill lock, read it before you see this because this is a huge spoiler. He his his end goal was to become the ultimate destruction. He was going to be able he because you saw at the end I there. <laughs> so at the end there, you saw the little backstory where they uh-huh. ended up with a wraith, 
and so he was studying it. Mm -hmm. And so his plan was that he already knew, uh, he kind of learns from the other artisan that he meets, remember at the very end, Uh, but he already knew about the removing the uh, processor. And so he was studying, and who would he, who would be his best three, you know, counterparts that he could take and one was a wraith because he wanted the body of the mm-hmm. indestructible body uh he wanted the laborer for his skill and his strength and then the other one was uh, like an assassin or something i don't really and i don't remember what really they called him. him it didn't really yeah but he was he wanted another he wanted yeah. a different bigger one. like and that's why when something he's else in the, that's why he, when he's the, in the kill lock yeah. yeah he made it that he was gonna have all four all three of them with him and then at the last minute as he's in the in this chair you Wait. hear the background voice saying that we uh Oh, we found it unfinished. So yeah, you know, we need to get rid of him as soon as, as, possible. Soon as possible. So let's remove. So that's this one. why that's why he hates that kid. Yeah, that's why he hates that kid. He's not I supposed love to be there. What he calls there. the kid. Yeah. <laughs> what Little he calls shit. him. Oh yeah. 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 Um, so that was his in, his end goal from the. That's what the twist of this book was. Um, right. His whole his end yeah, game. Because when he's time. when he's in the scene where the they find, the wraith is there, and he's like going to do research. He's talking to the other robot. And he's talking about how the forgers who created the artesian, who then created all the other robots, mm-hmm. they gave him this great mind, this like you know super intelligent, but they, his body is weak and yep. not not very durable. So that that's why he picked the artesian. Or, that's why he picked the wraith because you know he his mind in that body would be unstoppable. But that's I kind of I, what he's thinking. I do think yeah. that the. The one part he couldn't figure out was how to get the processors without killing them. Right. Without killing the processors. That's what he and needed. That's what he learned from, from the other artisan. From the other artisan. The only way yeah. he can get the processor is they have to willingly volunteer to give it to him. Right. So that's where he then goes to the, the kid and you know tells him that I'm going to save you, uh, but unfortunately you. Body will be gone, but I need you to accept it. And he turns the pat the pain off for him, and then right. takes his processor. But then you see the ultimate, what his ultimate goal was at the end, when they're all inside the race head, and you see them all like ghost-like creatures, you know, the ghosts in the machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. uh, you see them in these ghosts and machines, and all of a sudden they're like, "Where's the artisan?" And they look in the background, and it's that. Huge yeah. monster, and he took so yeah, and he, and he's taking he took control. he was said I wasn't sure if I'd be able to take control of everybody, but yep. like oh that was easier than I thought. Yep, and so he ended up taking control, even though he can still hear them in his mind. They're not going to have any and, control. They're going to be sort of like forever yeah. stuck in this head, then be ignored by mm-hmm. them. Yeah, so I did not understand sort of. that book at all. <laughs> Apparently not. Yep. Um, and again, brings me right back to the. Yeah, they're they're machines. See, that's why. Yeah, but I disagree with you. I I didn't feel that way because this is again set in a universe of all robots. There's no humans. Let's pretend that humans never existed. Okay, it's just these robots. Like transformers. And there there's these forgers. Transformers has humans in it. No, not yeah, like transformers. But the transformers are they're alive. They have their own thoughts. They're sentient. So I mean, we don't. We're not going to get in. They have oil. Yeah, because they say when the one when the laborer gets torn apart, yeah, he said you're bleeding leaking. out. But because of all his dr- his drinking of the battery acid, it's corroded. Is right. Uh, so they have oil, so yeah, oil. Oil is their blood or whatever type. Oh, of. I thought they but actually have blood. You know, they're 
they have they have you know sort of we don't know too much but they do have like lives they work they go home they they we see a scene where one of them two robots are in a relationship they're you know yeah they they have relationships they you know so they do have and then what and then they like do mail order for a new robot and say (laughs) hey we have child i don't know maybe but i mean we have like we don't (laughs) really know too much about the forgers yet and what they you know they're the ones who basically well they create the artesians and then they create you know mr and mrs but anyways motorhead i mean it just depends on this is you know we can get into a whole conversation about you know souls or what makes life life or whatever but if i mean if something is considered to be sentient and have conscious then you can be you that would be something considered to be alive yeah but if you can put their processor in a whole nother body well yeah but there's there's people think that you'll someday you'll be able to put your consciousness in another body or your consciousness in a robot and then are you not then are you just a toaster at that point yes (laughs) (laughs) okay chris the toaster Be like you'd have your same but, thoughts, your same memories. You would just be. But in a I different can make body. toast. It's just like what makes you, you. Does it your body or is it something else? It's because you can make toast. So, anyways, <laughs> it, we could get. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. We'll get into, but. Chris the I didn't really, it's really I didn't funny feel that, that I didn't feel that way about them. You know, I considered that when I was reading it, I felt like they were people. Like yeah, but I felt the same way I would feel when I was reading. Optimus Prime and Transformers, you know, when Optimus Prime. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, still. But when that that scene where they're torturing Bumblebee in in the movie, that's that's sad. Like, (laughs) I don't know. That doesn't make you sad. Like, I mean, they're just. I've never seen Transformers. And they can feel pain. It's not like they can't feel pain. Yeah, but I mean, they feel pain. They yeah. No, the artesian can turn it off. Right, but they can't turn it off. They can turn it off. Someone can turn off. Somebody can, but they. No one can can turn off your pain without giving you a. It's called more. It's called morphine. One thing about. (laughs) But I do find it funny that you know the atheist here is the one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I can't believe that the word (laughs) soul came out of your your mouth. Sorry, Tasha, go ahead. Anyways. Um, while I was reading this book, the one thing I could just, the one thing I was always saying was like, this Artesian is, oh, can I say a bad word? Yeah. He's a bitch. He's like yeah, showing. That's, yeah, that's what we both said. He's, he's an asshole. Yes. He's like showing this he's... kid what the kill lock does. Oh, yeah. That scene where he just randomly he kills just... someone. <laughs> yeah. Where he's like, oh, come here. I'll show you. Yeah. And then he just he was like, "Do you actually know what the kill them, lock is?" And then they all die. And then that's the scene yeah, where you find. Yeah, that's the scene where we see the gay lovers. <laughs> gay I, well, we don't. There are females. We don't know if they're gay There's or not. There's a female then. Oh, I thought they're, they were two males. The, I think it was a female. It's a female. Well, it, you don't know, but I mean, the axial is a female. That we that we meet. Oh, I thought her name was Axel. <laughs> axial. You have know. You, have you not learned what phonetics is and? letters maybe i think you need to stop reading on your phone yeah you can't see the words i mean or, it, i don't it know clearly has an a at the end there a o and there's an i in there and then okay so that the fact that she brought up axial 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 the axial axial e all axial axial okay like Auxiliary. No, that's not right. All right, go ahead. (laughs) What are you doing? Uh, The fact that we brought up Axial. uh, She reminded me a lot of those 
you know, Oppenheimer, Einstein, you know, created something with, you know, strict, you know, this is why I created it mm-hmm. until, you know, for, you know, Oppenheimer's until they actually drop it on Japan. You know, with her, it was, you know, she felt that anyone who got the kill lock deserved it. You know, it's just inedible. They're going to die. She's like, right. I've heard every excuse in right. the book, yeah. every reason. Yeah. And it's... But then she looks at them leave and sees they have a child. She's like, yeah. you didn't mention this. <laughs> right. And it's just like, it's interesting because they like don't, they don't want to like actually do the dirty work. Right. And like put people, to, put the robots to death or right. have them in a jail. So they just maroon them on a, on a empty planet. Yeah. And, um basically say good luck but I still and that's another thing i still didn't understand the point of the kill lock why didn't they just kill them well yeah because i mean if they're if they're if their crimes were bad enough to give them a something that's just going to end up killing them anyways it's sort of like you know on the people or the robots parts uh you know the people who who do the kill lock on them it seems sort of like they're almost as psychotic as the axial you know, it's sort of like, you know, or rather than putting them out of their misery, we're going to make them suffer. It's sort of like torture. But, uh, right. We're going to say, you know, your crime was yeah. bad enough that we're going to have you killed, but yep. not right away and what? not maybe by us or by you. Right. It's going to be one of the other three attached to you might do something stupid and then you'll die. One thing that the Axial said about she said the kill lock is there for a reason if you have it you did something and we need it to like right to, yeah i'm gonna read that part strong, oh, right go ahead because the strong like so, they are gonna just get stronger and then something bad is gonna happen yeah so if you think that why don't you just kill them because they can still get stronger with this kill lock because they're still living because what if they're smart? One's indestructible. Yeah, no. Like, what was like, stopping the wraith from like just heading out and just killing a bunch of people? <clears throat> and like, you know what? I'm, I'm almost indestructible, so I might as well take out a right. whole bunch and of. It, right, and it doesn't stop them from creating from uh, committing more crimes. Right. Or and also, I mean, they put they uh, maru. What, what do they call it? Um, banish. Abandoned. They they banish them onto banish. Uh, some other planet, but. You doesn't know, mean they, they, there's, they can there. get, there's they, yeah they don't have to stay that, there they can right. leave but well, i mean um, just like the fact that i mean the whole opening is you know the artesian has a kill has the kill lock symbol now mm-hmm. and he just murders someone else that poor barefaced laborer would still be functional if they had just put him down instead of right. relying on the f- kill lock go ahead me yes oh, okay read us i was gonna read this see i took a picture of this is this is the ar- the axial who created the kill lock. I don't know if we if we made that clear. Yes. The axial created the kill lock, so they're all they found out where she was going to be, and they went and talked to her, and they sent in the laborer first to go and convince right. her to give them the cure. So this is the axial talking to the laborer. She says, "By de- by definition, any of you who come to see me d- deserve the lock for trying to just find an easy way out." Getting past your punishment simply means learning to live with others. Showing concern for their well-being, thinking of someone else above yourself. That's her explaining it. So it's... Right. And that... And, well, I know that... I right. understand the theory of it. It's supposed right. to treat them like they're almost a, a rehabilitation. 
by yeah, learning to like have a to, lot of these but a lot of narcissistic criminals and stuff and you actually have to like take care of someone else and make sure it's it's not just you yeah but then that doesn't save the other like thousands of other robots it seems like it was an easy way out for yeah for the the society for the government whoever like we don't want to deal with it just time together get rid of them and just hunger games it like (laughs) last time to survive is free (laughs) yeah it'd probably be better to like just put them in like gladiator like an yeah. arena uh, well, there's so many the better out. things they could have done I mean right. the banish to a planet which is fine just banish them all to one planet and make sure it has some sort of force field over yeah, it so I mean, they if they're can. able to so they're actually stuck robots there. they can create a force field so that they're yeah. actually stuck on that planet and if they destroy right. anyone they destroy the actual other convicted murderers and that mm-hmm. but basically yeah. we just said hey you four linked together now go live in your life and mm-hmm. oh if you happen to take care of each other destroy other robots along the yeah. way well like too bad so like sad. the artesian did when they yeah, get, like, get in that uh that ship that turned into a like a party like a yeah, club the basically casino. and he's like oh it has I, anti has, anti-flame yeah. anti-flame yeah. yeah. uh, yeah. thrusters he just, and then he just them. he just fries like, a whole and then fries a whole, a whole city city of people taking off right. yeah kills he's the, like, the bear at the beginning kills he's like, I, I, they, he's like I mean I granted some of the people that the wraith killed were all bad people but yeah you know the collectors and you know the bounty hunter I didn't understand mm-hmm. the bounty hunter does that come back in the second volume the bounty hunter was the one at the beginning, at the yeah, first, so the, first on their, the, the first the time Artesian you see the and the wraith are basically the first time hiding. you see the the wraith. Yeah, the first There's time in the so it's which is an awesome like a, panel, by the way, when you see him. And yeah, he's a see him in his full, in his full standing up, and with up. all the other in front of him. I love uh, that. And the, an awesome the bounty hunters like you know like I don't work on my day off. Uh, but be careful. Might oh, and be they just wanted parts from the kid. Or... Yeah. No, that wasn't that one. Oh, okay. This was the one no, who was carrying was like the long shotgun or the long rifle and basically said, I could have taken you out from oh, yeah, 4,000 yeah. yards, yeah, but you know, lucky I don't work, work on my day off. Disguises. Yeah, but be yeah, careful. Some people cloaks. are willing to work on their day yeah, off. Like, but then they never yeah. brought back anything about that. You know, they no. introduced so, them, but. The second book is. Base is it's basically all about the artesian you the artesian wraith and you learn more about that the the symbol that's in the back of each and the end of each um issue oh, right 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 you learn what that means okay. and oh it i spoke, did love and then you and you get to know all the other types of wraiths there's like different classes within oh. the class okay and so you it's a it focuses a lot on the on the other uh wraiths I did love how the Wraith got very upset about that symbol that basically means, I'm going to guess atheist. <laughs> That's why I just leave it that. The atheist Wraith symbol where they put the line through it and so it changes the meaning. And he gets really upset about that. Oh, they yeah, carve they, it they, on him. Because they carve it on him. Yeah, they, right. well, no, that's at the very end. That's yeah. at the very but end. He but he finds no, that the, the casino or the people who own the, the flying casino yep. I have the anti Wraith symbol and, you know. Raytheist. That's why he chooses. That's why he says it's okay so, that they call it a wraithiest yeah, symbol. Ra- is what they call it, wraithiest. <laughs> no, which play. I mean that it's basically a big plot point of the second book. So once you read it, that if you read the second one, you'll understand. Yeah, I already, I already have it checked but out. On it's not book. what you think it is. Okay. I'll tell you that. Um, um, so overall, I didn't mind the book. You know, there were great parts about it. Still, well, what I complained about the last episode, I'm still kind of complaining about. 
Okay. You know, they're robots. I would have loved this book much better if they were humans and they were had like some sort of kill lock implanted in their brain or something that exploded if sure you know, they do die or they lose their pulse or something. Uh, I did I did really like the artisan. Uh, he was a good asshole character. He was yeah. well written. Like I said, I don't feel like they developed the other three very well, but I guess they didn't really need to because now they're just empty voices in his head at the end of the book. So they were sort of like just cannon fodder that was they were added in they, just so game. we could learn about the artesian and his <laughs> ultimate plan. Well, they're just pawns in the... Yeah, the I mean, I wouldn't even call them pawns. I would call them so you know, cookie-cutter characters that... We well, they're really pawns in the artesian's yeah. whole plan. That we, yeah. you know, yeah. That's why they probably weren't very developed, because we didn't need them to be. You know, they... Basically, we're just there to give a plot point for the artesian. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. So, but I would I would recommend this book. I mean, I'm sure there's other people out there like Jared who, you know, doesn't mind that they're just mindless, soulless machines, and that <laughs> only if you think they are. <laughs> that's that's your that's your point. But of you know, I mean, yeah, only if you think they are. You know, I'm glad I read it, and just, I'm you know, yeah. I'm glad I was able to discuss it with you after reading it, and yeah, I, it changed my thoughts a little from, you know, what I thought about it the first time. Uh, I would highly recommend it. It was like I said for a first graphic novel. This guy's story is really good. Uh, yeah. he, he really can write. I'm, I'm surprised mm -hmm. that it took him this long to actually put out an actual graphic novel mm -hmm. rather than just be doing yeah. the uh, the arts for covers. Yeah. Um, Tasha, what about you? For sure. It was okay. Um, not really a book I would read, so I was a little. No offense, Jared. Um, yeah, not it's really, not for everybody. Not really, I wouldn't recommend it to you. Yeah, I'm like not really a book I would read. I did not like the lettering on. Oh, that's what I wanted to oh, bring up. The lettering yeah. is amazing. I didn't. Oh, I didn't like the I, lettering. I didn't. The, I didn't like it either. I didn't Wait, like for it on the race. The race, yeah. But that, I didn't like the it. first. Well, I liked it more the second time I read it. But, but that the was first the, time, the whole point of the, the race. I didn't is like this. Like well, religious I like, heretic with a godlike, you know. I liked it that it I didn't read it. Hit that his his thought his bubbles his font was different than everybody else to show that his voice is like, you know, no, this like, powerful but I like, right. it's old overpowering ancient, like, voice. Bible verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were certain times where some of the letters it just it didn't look yeah, like, like the K's looked like H's and the it was which would like be that. really hard for Tasha. Yes, yeah. it you can't was. Read to begin with, so right. Okay. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really care for it the first time. I, I think I'm just since I had already read it the second time through, right. I liked it. I liked right. it better. Ironically, that was on my likes. Yeah. I did I liked love how he changed the, the font lettering yeah. for everything I, else. That one, the oh my god, the right wraith wrath. That yeah. I did not. Well, like all the lettering. other was just regular font. Yeah. But I liked that it was his was different because it shows. Yeah, I that liked that. Just did not voice, like the font. <laughs> obviously, he has a you know a different voice, yeah, he, like a. He's got the of, voice of God. Yeah, right, something like that. Oh, like yeah, a very right, deep, right, like right. it's like uh, Morgan Autobots. Freeman. Autobots, <laughs> like a Morgan Transform. Or what's yeah? So yeah, yeah, like uh, <laughs> he's got the voice of Optimus. It's Prime. like Optimus Prime. Yeah, yeah something like that. Toasters. But, you but will be. Judged. I didn't. I didn't like it in some points, but I did like the choice of making his 
font, font different. different. Yes. Yeah, I liked it. Well, I it was just very biblical. Like That's why I liked about it. I mean, mm. I mean, it, it, it says the basically atheist. hammers down the point <laughs> that this right. is a religious heretic robot. Right. And his job is to judge the based upon the the book of robot. Well, he's he's trying to, he's not a religious heretic. He's trying to find heretics. Oh, I'm sorry. When he goes heretic. to the yeah. He's, yeah, he's a religious he's the, zealot. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I don't even know if it's religion. It's just like whether whether these people it's are their deemed religion. I mean, isn't it their religion? That's basically well, Yeah, but it's it, whether these people are are deemed to be worthy. Worthy. Not maybe not even worthy, just like are, are are they contributing to society, society. Yeah. sort of kind of you know it's like and it's not even up to that rate or you know it's up to the higher powers to tell them go and kill all these people basically so but yeah what were you gonna say did you freeze <laughs> you're just saying still <laughs> um well no, exactly what you were saying the fact that it's you know and that's why i think they picked that you know religious looking god font to you know hammer down to the the reader that he yeah. is the he is judgment yeah yes yeah, yeah. that he is the that. judge dread judge <laughs> he's a softie he's a softie he's a softie he is a softie <laughs> yeah which you yeah which you find out with the with the him and the child because yeah, yep. like, he said he all right child, we'll do it for the child then yep. he said that a couple times mm. so because otherwise he's just fine living his life out yeah I mean, and you find out that the child from the robots accidentally bumping the table while they're making it yeah. cracks his a millimeter, yeah, a half a millimeter mistake, yeah. and to like, the first time the we lock. see them in the cave or in that planet, yeah, if the kid is right. only literally like a day and a half old or a day old, yeah, the kid has three memories. Well, yeah. that we see, that we see, yes, four Vaughn memories. Was telling four. Yeah, the fourth one was him them finding him the labor class opened up whatever he was in and like hey come on anyways uh it was interesting that the wraith got sentenced for not killing people yeah that is yeah he's like because he was supposed to kill everybody kill he let these right. two on he let the two unfinished go I figured, I thought and then so then they they, they punished him for not for basically well he got punished for not following orders well, right that could also but, and didn't he be... kill a wraith no. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. he did. Yes, I mean, right. I, I would figure yeah, that would be the big reason he got yeah, punished. Right. Yeah, he did. Well, he was also for, um, uh, what do you call it? Mutiny, Mutiny. or whatever. Yeah. And kill, yeah, that's right. He did kill, he killed them. He killed that wraith that was helping him, yeah, and then was, he let the kids go. Yeah, yeah. you're right. But <laughs> we kind of gloss over the fact probably, that he killed yeah, a wraith. I forgot about that part, but it was also probably because so he, he, he didn't follow the like orders. <laughs> Jared. Yes, it, even Jared was like, oh, yeah. It, it no, was just like killing kill a VCR. Him. What big deal? But he didn't destroy the other ones. That's why he was in trouble. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. We'll Tasha, go, any other? We'll go with that. Like, would you? Not recommend it. I would recommend it to people if I know, like, they like Transformers. I would, like, you should read this. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I'm like, it's yeah. It's more I mean, of a serious Transformers, and yet yeah. they don't say. transform in anything. No, they don't. They don't transform in anything. <laughs> they're they're more, right. uh, yeah. you know, it's not. It's more of adult characters, like, it, right? Like, like one yeah. of them is an alcoholic. Like I had a lot of issues like, with this book, but I'm like, I would not read it again. I may read the sequel, 
just uh, don't. Wow. No, I, you said you may. You won't. I won't. I you may. Other, way, other, way many other stuff that you're reading. Many other? Yeah. A lot of other stuff you're reading. So I probably you probably wouldn't get to this. What am I reading? <laughs> well, we're going to be... No. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Maybe I'm just thinking of the fact that it takes a while to read a book. Crash. <laughs> we already read Crashing. Yes. Did you, you're going to be so caught you up gotta on read, that. You just got to read oh, that really? again. Yeah, so you're going to read the volume again? two weeks. Yep. And then I already Wait, got my Wait, you guys just ruined what book uh, we're doing now. I'm sure people are just waiting on the on the yeah. edge of their oh, seats. Oh, on the edge of their seats. <laughs> what is Tasha picking? <laughs> Well, no, because yeah. the last time, <gasps> the last, you know, is that there's not a collective edition. Hmm? Collected. Collected edition. <laughs> on Hoopla. Yeah, so, no, because I searched it up. I was on Hoopla yesterday searched just scrolling. Up. I was deleting it out of my library. And then I click library? on this. Library? Um, Do they have berries there? Sorry, <laughs> I can't help myself. Go ahead. I was, like, and then I was also favoriting them because I loved the series, so if I want to reread it, I know where it is. I, yeah, I already knew <laughs> that. I already knew it was coming out because I saw it on my on my comic app. I saw it on IDW, but it didn't have a date. I went. Yeah, I actually went to Tuesday. IDW. just came out Tuesday. Wait, it did? Yeah, it just came out on Tuesday. I, and I, we, I follow the guy on Instagram, so oh. the writer. You follow a lot of people on Instagram in the industry. Yeah. Like 1,500 well, people. I did know they were coming we had 780 one. followers, by the way. Oh, nice. Nice. Tell them are they, they need tell them they need to follow the podcast now too. Yeah. Right. Um. But I was last night. I saw that and I freaked out. I like went, oh my god! And my dad went, she what's did. wrong? She did. Yeah. And then I texted you, so you knew what book we're doing next. Yeah. I figured that. Yeah. All right, Jared. Would. What are your final thoughts mm-hmm. on the kill lock? It was a book. It was fine. Thanks. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I really my enjoyed opinion. this book. I. <laughs> The, like you said, the art throughout is fantastic. The I like the different classes of robots that they use. I like the story. I didn't get as uh, philosophical or in, into it like you did. I just was think, reading this. I like robots. Considering it, no, I mean I felt like they were just people. Like they were a class. They, they were a race of of a race of robots? beings, <laughs> sentient beings that. <laughs> Just happen to be Robots. non-organic. Toasters. Yeah. Toasters. Yeah, they're just basically Alexas running around. <laughs> right. uh, I was going to say yeah. that, but I didn't want her to go off. <laughs> right. But yes. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I um, In the back of the book, the author was talking the, about... Um, did you read all the... he His doctor friend did all psych profiles on all mm-hmm. the characters? Yeah, that was pretty impressive. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that was really cool. That was, uh, did but, you read that, Taja? No. no, I think no, so. Did you read just his were, his afterwards at the end? I read. He was the, talking about how he when he you know he was it's like been a years in the making. Yes, and yes in I did read that. He was jobs. working on in between other stuff and. I did read that. Yeah, well, one part he's, he thought he was one. he was concerned that having an all robot cast mm-hmm. would alienate his audience, not having any humans. Mm-hmm. But I felt like he did something. That some that some books and this is of course Chris isn't going to agree with me, but I feel like you're reading some books with all humans. He was able to do something in this book with robots, which is make you care about the characters, which I, I felt like I did. I don't. Like when the like when when what happens with the kid happens, I was like I Kids was I was sad. I was like oh that your... sucks. Like I was. You know, I was bummed. Wait. So, oh, at the very end? Well, it, yeah, it wasn't the very, very... Yeah, it was the last issue. 
Right. Where, yeah, the kid gets impaled and yeah. they have to take his process around. Wait, did you just say it just and, normally happens? Does that... No. Okay, then say he's that. saying that that normally happens in life. <laughs> what? You know, in life Kids usually get impaled? <laughs> I can see no. that being... Anyways, I felt like he was able to make us, or me at least... Other some other readers care about these characters because he did give them human characteristics and human you know there's we all know and you can you know read these about these characters and be like I know someone like that I know someone like that like we all know that someone who's like a complete so asshole you know someone that's a we murderer someone, we, well yeah. except for the murdering part <laughs> you know but we know people who are alcoholics you know addicts. a psychopath we know people that are you know soldiers or things like that we you know mm. it's all can be people that you could be like yeah i know someone like that right, well, at least be, that was my opinion let's be clear i did care about these characters <laughs> i did I mean, like when you're the, like toaster when the, number one the, yeah toaster, toaster two. You're like, yeah. just, just when, read the brave little toaster and when the okay thing. google got stabbed Wait, book? <laughs> you know, I, wish, I don't know i hope so Wait, I, think it, I love that movie book. you know when when the unfinished Look later you know gets you know impaled i was like oh look yeah at that. he like Helped him out, and then by helping him out, although I still didn't understand where the impaling came from, because uh, he got what he do you stabbed, mean? He stabbed the other artesian in the eye. Yeah, but he got he, he there was a, I think it was a small panel, but he's like shoved him. And the, the other the other artesian of... pushed him, and yeah, 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 I don't know I where that. those. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't, don't know, know where, where the... those came from. I mean, he's right. against the wall with a bunch of metals like shards right. in him well, it i didn't understand like, where the metal shards came from um, me neither but I, it looks like someone like came out of the ground well that's what i i didn't like, it wasn't yeah but they're clear. also in like some like underground bunker, bunker or something <laughs> where there could just be random yeah, shards against the wall that he over. fell on so uh, no, it's true. a tv yeah. show the brave I mean, because little toaster it's a movie Oh, it's a movie. It's a movie from the eighties. I love from, that movie. Yeah. Okay, but <laughs> and it's very. It's got some really scary scenes in that. The Brave Little Toaster. I'm trying to remember. It's remember been... the scene like with hell, the electron, <laughs> the. I won't say electronics. I'll say the appliance hell. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Holy so next cow. episode we'll be talking about the Brave Little when Toaster. When you're a kid, when <laughs> yeah. you're a kid, and you see that movie. That was like. It was like you know, Toy Story three, where they're in the incinerator. Yeah, or whatever it was. That's exactly and they're what playing it was the like. music, sound like music from the Terminator. Yeah. You know, it's you know never-ending story where you're sitting yeah. there thinking it's going to be a happy movie and then the horse dies. Yeah. Um, um, anyways, back to so what I was saying. Basically, what I was saying. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I did care about the characters. It just didn't bother me when they died because they were just machines. You know, and the fact that he's able to take their processor out and save them, and they're basically still, you know, the ghost and the machine and the and the wraith. So, okay. you know, I mean, I thought it was you know the the characteristics of the characters and you know their journey i liked and i, I did like them as characters it mm. just you know they were still robots to me okay yeah. i mean i didn't sit there going oh you know big deal it's a walking alexa yeah. I, just, I mean i, I that you know with the wraith and how he was protecting and he can yeah. basically swing and hit a robot and crush his head i'm like boy he just murdered two robots and you know, right. This was my whole point. You know, if they would just have just killed them to begin with as their punishment, rather than letting them live, they just now killed a whole bunch of people. And Imagine that was our world. It almost is. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I really enjoyed it. It was on my, it's been, it's on my top list, my top favorite reads of the year so far. Could change. We'll see. Yeah. But as I, you know. So when we do our end of year episode. Things, yeah. Maybe it'll be on there. I don't know. We'll we'll see, but I would uh, recommend this to 
maybe sci-fi buffs, people who are into sci-fi, if you you know like thing like Transformers, but maybe like a little bit more adult side right. of that, you know, not you know just the robot, you know, AI type of stuff. People right. who like that, it's definitely not for everybody. It's yep. you know it's not going to be, you know, like we said in, before, you know your audience, know who you're pitching it to. If it's first someone first getting into comics, maybe not, but anybody who likes sci-fi comics or just sci-fi in general, I I'd recommend this for sure. So. Yeah. Nice. That was The Kill Lock by Livio Ramondali. Check it out if that sounds interesting to you. Our next week's book will be picked by Tasha. What are we reading? I'm so excited. They finally have a collected version, edition, of Crashing. So oh. we're going to be reading Crashing. Awesome. So um, I've got a little jump ahead already. Sweet. Yeah. yeah I'll check so, it out. You can put it on your... Who's crashing Fav- by? Favorite reads. Crashing is by Matthew Klein and Klein, Klein and Morgan Beam mm-hmm. and four other. Okay. They probably do the lettering and, and also. Yeah, that's uh, IDW, right? Yeah, it Another is IDW. Book. IDW we're really big on ID, we're on IDW. Yeah, kick we're on a little right kick. Yeah. Yes. Yep. It's good. So. Unfortunately, we'll not be reading Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Transformers for this, but. No. Uh, but we are on a little IDW kick. So, All right. Awesome. Well, we're looking yeah. forward to that. All right. Looking so before we go, we want to make sure we bring our listeners the best content possible. So please send us any feedback or book recommendations you may have by finding us on Instagram at hardcover underscore hideout or by commenting on whatever platform you may be listening on. And please consider rating, subscribing, and sharing our podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. And again, thank you for listening to our discussion on... The Kill Lock by Livio Ramondali. And happy reading. Happy reading. Happy reading. Happy reading.